Yeah, yesterday, and then I saw a couple of your stations put on. You found some empty shelves. <laughs> Go back and take a look at some of those shelves again, okay? No, you know what, Sherlock? Of course <laughs> they do. I mean, yeah. the American people care about COVID, getting it under control, and they care about the economy. And on the night, on the 16th of November, when I acknowledged that I would not become the governor, that he had won the election, I did not challenge the outcome of the election, unlike some recent folks did. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 115. Day 115, abandoning our fellow Americans, military families. Let's see, green card holders, thousands of them, hundreds of Americans. And Joe turns the page, the media mob and big tech turn the page. And nobody seems to give a damn that we abandon our fellow Americans. I care. And we're not going to stop talking about it. Biden warns Putin Ukraine threat mounts, uh, you know, serious, significant change in our relationship. Um, not really. You know, you know what Tony Blinken says? Well, we're going to have the worst sanctions, economic sanctions ever. Do you think Putin cares? He already has his waiver that Joe gave him so he can make Russia and Putin the hostile regime of Russia, the hostile actor Putin rich again. How while simultaneously taking away high paying career jobs to in, in the American energy industry, as Roy Murdoch pointed out, a 38 percent reduction in energy production uh, in this country since Joe Biden's become president and he's given in to the climate alarmists and the new Green Deal radical socialists. Now, I'll tell you another thing. I'm, I'm not happy today at all. I'm reading, oh, let's see, Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell, the two biggest swamp creatures that exist in Washington, they have now reached an agreement. The agreement is to create a one-time process that would let Democrats raise the debt ceiling on their votes alone so, so he has plausible deniability. Well, no Republican voted to raise the debt ceiling. You gave him a one-time waiver the last time. And you gave him the votes. So now you're giving him another extension so that they can work out their intramural battle that they have ongoing between Manchin and Cinema and the Progressive Caucus, the Democratic radical, you know, Marxist, you know, to each according to their need, from each according to their ability. And anyway, so this one time process will let the Democrats raise the debt ceiling on their votes alone. But it, it, that's not even really accurate because McConnell had no he promised us for two months that the Republicans United would not do this. Then they did it in September. 
And now as the deadline approaches December 15th, first it was December 3rd, now it's December 7th, eight days away from the deadline that Janet Yellen says we're going to run out of money and the full faith and credit of the United States government is hanging in the balance. That's all a lie because government doesn't ever shut down. People get free vacations. They, they will be furloughed, non-essential workers. But then when they get back to work, Congress always pays them, gives them back pay for the free vacation. But you'd, your military would stay up and running. Uh, we would fund Social Security checks would go out. Medicare would be up and running. All essential services stay in place. So it's one big lie. And it, well, the Republicans, they closed down the government. No, we didn't. They have control of the House, the Senate, and the White House. This is their problem. They, they have completely shut Republicans out of the process of building a budget, a bipartisan budget. The Republicans are, are, are ignored completely. They have signaled they will only use the reconciliation process. And by doing so, now that we're going to score this thing, that was one smart thing that Lindsey Graham did. And he's now insisting that the gold standard CBO, Congressional Budget Office, score the bill without the phony sunset provisions and the accounting gimmicks that are being used to convince the American people it's not going to add to the debt. And it's really only one point seven five billion instead of what it really is, four point eight billion or four point five, depending on which study you look at. You know, the, the Penn Wharton study, there's another study out. It's if you take out those sunset provisions and you use accounting gimmicks, you can lie to the American people. Anyway, the new legislation, if passed in the House, it'll pass and advance with 60 votes in the Senate would create a temporary fast track process to allow Senate Democrats to act on their own to increase the debt limit to 51 votes. Now, if Mitch McConnell had a brain and he was strategic and he knew how to fight the way the Democrats fight, he wouldn't have given them this first opportunity. Now he's given them a second opportunity. That means Mitch now has to find another nine Republicans. I'm sure he'll find them that will go along with him that allow the Democrats to increase the debt ceiling. And they'll claim that they did it on their own with 51 votes. None of this would be possible unless Mitch McConnell caves. The Republicans, they've got to get a new Senate Republican leader. They just need one. Mitch McConnell's time has come and it is gone. I'll give him credit. He's done well with judges. He's not done well on a lot of other issues. He's too, he's a swamp creature through and through, and he's too weak to stand up to the Democrats. And once again, you know, Chucky Schumer outmaneuvers him. Legislation specifies Congress would have to specify the exact dollar amount of a new national debt limit, likely north, well north of $30 trillion, and that the fast track process could only be used until January 15th. Why are we giving them another extension? December 3rd was the first extension Mitch gave them. The Treasury Secretary, John Yellen, has warned the debt limit could be reached on December 15th. Today is the 7th. Otherwise, the U.S. would suffer financial uh, financial catastrophe. It's already a financial catastrophe. It's called Joe Bidenomics. It's a disaster. Inflation, 31-year high, no job growth, an unmitigated disaster. Just like Afghanistan's a disaster, his foreign policy, he's doing nothing with the, the 
with Russia amassing troops along the border with Ukraine. We'll get into that at the top of the next hour. He's doing nothing with China as they use their fighter jets to fly all over Taiwan airspace and talk about reunification with Taiwan, which means taking over Taiwan. Joe's not going to lift a finger. They have determined, as I've been telling you, that Joe is in a steep, progressive, cognitive decline. And they know that Joe won't lift a finger. And, you know, all this talk today with Putin, you know, warning Putin, uh, you know, about fears of uh, the Ukraine threats, amount of bloody massacre, fear of war. And we're going to have economic sanctions and everything that we never did to you before. The economic sanctions are really going to be tough. You mean like the ones he just lifted off Iran? Like those type of sanctions? The only thing missing is cargo planes full of cash and other currency for for Putin. But ostensibly, he kind of did that, too, by giving him the the Nord Stream 2 uh, waiver while firing American energy workers and giving up energy independence. And now Joe is begging Russia and OPEC to give us more energy, oil, gas, etc., to increase production. All we have to do is increase production like Donald Trump did. The final month, you know, months of his presidency. Notice I got it right this time, PolitiFact. The final months of his presidency, Donald Trump wasn't importing a single barrel of oil from Saudi Arabia, not one. And we were net exporter of energy. And we had achieved energy independence for the first time in 75 years. Anyway, so th- this is just, you know what this is? This is Washington swamp crap. From Mitch McConnell and company. Uh, Now, I will say that the Republicans did score a minor victory. I'll be fair here today. The political uh, pointing out, uh, I was never particularly a big fan of having uh, young girls like my daughter uh, have to travel to faraway battlefields. Uh, Maybe I'm, I'm old fashioned. I don't know. I thought that the system we had was fine. But there was an attempt by the Democrats to have uh, boys, young men and young women, not boys and girls, but young men and women register for the draft. And Democrats were pushing hard on this. And a compromised defense policy legislation set to be filed Monday will not require young women to register for a military draft, according to two people with knowledge of the negotiations, a stunning turnaround after the proposal in the beginning had gained bipartisan support. I think this is one of those situations where the American people weighed in and said, no, thank you. We don't like this idea at all. Um, You know, we uh, we're now seeing that beyond the, the empty threat to Putin by Tony Blinken, Tony Blinken is the dumbest, weakest secretary of state this country has ever had and but for blinken to go out there and and try and and act tough and say that well joe biden is is you know he's vowing high impact economic sanctions if putin invades ukraine do you think that do you think putin cares at all he doesn't care at all Donald Trump had achieved something nobody ever paid attention to besides beating the caliphate that grew during the Obama-Biden years because they didn't do anything to stop it. And Donald Trump defeated the caliphate, took out Soleimani, took out Baghdadi and Associates, uh, began the process of pulling us out of Afghanistan, but in an orderly fashion 
one that would have left our forces as the last people to leave, not abandoning Americans, not abandoning $80 billion worth of military equipment, some of the most sophisticated in the in the world. But now they, you know, now it's become a disaster. So Joe Biden, apparently, according to fake news, CNN, is exploring options for a potential evacuation of any U.S. citizens from Ukraine if Russia invades the country. Well, he has a connection with Ukraine. Just call Hunter. I'm sure Hunter could work it out. He has a connection with Vladimir. Call Hunter. Next week, he's going to talk to President Tree. Chi. Uh, call Hunter. They, they, the Biden family syndicate has made a fortune from all of these countries. Tony Bobolinsky points out they actually had meetings. Those meetings are confirmed by the laptop from hell, the book of Miranda Devine. I would just use Hunter as the intermediary for all things Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Libya, Russia, and China. Let 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 the crack addict handle it. You know, if he's done selling his portraits of a crack addict, maybe he'll have a little spare time and he could do a little diplomacy and maybe actually earn some money. Now, every other endeavor that he's been involved in, he's had zero experience. Why not let him be the ambassador to to Russia, China, Ukraine, and Kazakhstan and Libya. I think that'd be a great job for Hunter. He's so good at it. He makes so much money with no experience. You got to tip your hat to this guy. You know, I look at his paintings. I don't know. To me, it looks like paint by numbers. What do I know? I'm not an artist. I have no artistic capability whatsoever. But you got to give the guy credit if he's getting 7500 grand, asking five hundred grand for certain paintings keeping the purchasers' names quiet, not telling anybody who's buying these crappy paintings. I mean, you know, portraits of a crack addict. I think they ought to put that at the Museum of, of Art. And what's the Museum of Art in New York? I don't even know. I'm not a big... Museum of Modern Art? Museum of Modern Art. Put it there. I think he actually I don't know did. if it's modern. I don't. Well, I don't know. I mean... I'm sure somebody will buy it. Somebody, some wants. crackhead somewhere is going to see beauty in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they probably will. There's probably you know certain things in there that run deep into the psyche of a crackhead. I bet you the secret codes are wrapped up in there somewhere. Hannity, you're being mean. You're talking about the kid. Well, this this kid was selling access to his father. That's not good for this country. Getting rich off it. They put aside ten percent for the big guy. As we roll along, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941. I mean, for fake news, CNN to describe the Biden administration exploring options for a potential evacuation of U.S. citizens from Ukraine if Russia invades, it means that they think it's going to happen. And they're going to allow it. And this conversation with Blinken today is meaningless. Uh, he's going to face the toughest sanctions he's ever had to face ever. Well, you already helped make the hostile regime of Russia with the hostile actor Putin rich again. It's unbelievable. He's this call with Vladimir. He's going to be really, really tough. How about we disclose the call? Let's do, you know what? They used to do this, leak the transcript with Donald Trump. The earliest days of the Trump administration, we got his calls with Australia, a bunch of countries. Well, you know, we, we have, of course, the transcript with Ukraine. It's President Zelensky that... You know, it was supposed to be the quid pro quo that was not a quid pro quo. 
And then, of course, when the real quid pro quo came up, then Vice President Biden saying, you're not getting a billion dollars unless you fire a prosecutor who's investigating my zero experience son that's being paid millions by Burisma Holding Company. Have any experience hunter in oil? No. Any experience hunter in gas? No. Any experience in energy? No. Uh, why do you think you got paid all this money with no experience? I don't know. Do you think maybe it's because your daddy was in charge of policy for the country of Ukraine? Oh, probably. That interview actually took place. I'm not making that up. We played it before. That's what Hunter said on Good Morning America. Zero experience, no experience in oil, no experience in gas, no experience in energy. Oh, well, one other thing I forgot. And no experience in Ukraine. And he makes millions of dollars. And his father then leverages a billion dollars. You got, you got six hours. Six hours. You either fire the prosecutor investigating my kid or you're not getting the billion. That would be a quid and a pro and a quo by Joe. The mob, the media, big tech, Joe got a pass. Candidate protection program, now it's the presidential protection program as the country goes into the shift hole. Hardly the $1.75 trillion that they use in the accounting gimmicks as a means and a mechanism to lie to you. It's just it, that that is what this is. This is who they are. Lindsey Graham said he's got the CBO and they're going to they're going to score this this monstrosity uh, using the idea that, that that Penn Wharton used, which is, of course, uh, don't don't count on any sunset provisions. You know, remember, every time you get a promise from any politician that they're going to cut spending. You always get the tax increase immediately. The plans to cut spending down the road that never happened on immigration. You always get the amnesty, but you never get the border wall except when Donald Trump was president. Now, the Washington Post and their columnist Dana Milbank are now complaining that the rest of the media mob is too hard on Joe Biden. No, they're not. Look at big tech. Look at the media mob. They allowed this guy to hide in his basement bunker an entire presidential campaign year. You know, never mind the, the Hunter Biden laptop cover up. Pay no attention, you know, at all to the emails showing Hunter funneling truckloads of, of, of cash to the big guy or Tony Bobolinsky's, you know, interviews and, and everybody else's interviews. You know, Mac, the, 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 the computer guy that we interviewed on this program, you know, where's the coverage of the hundreds of Americans abandoned in Afghanistan as Joe's turned the page and military family members that are left behind and thousands of green card holders left behind 13 days after Joe said he wouldn't do it. He did it. It's now day 115 Americans trapped, abandoned by Joe behind enemy lines. Where's that coverage? You know, according to the Washington Post and Dana Milbank, even the media ignores all that and so much and more. But they're still really tough on Joe. Nobody's tough on Joe. What about the obvious and significant, seemingly accelerating cognitive decline of Joe Biden? By the way, we started saying it when it wasn't popular and we went out on a limb 
And it wasn't hard to figure out. You just watch this guy barely put together, you know, a coherent sentence. This guy is compromised. Now we see the result of a weak, frail, cognitive mess of a president. It's unfolding in Russia. It's unfolding with China. It's unfolding with Iran. And none of it is any good. Why isn't the rest of the media talking about it? Do do, do they not see it? No, they cover up for him. They wouldn't do that for Donald Trump. Donald Trump actually took a cognitive exam and aced it, got a perfect score. And by the way, go look it up online. That test is hard. That is not any. I tell you right now, I doubt I'd get a 30 out of 30 like Trump did. I probably couldn't get a 10 out of 30 at this point. I don't have no idea. The guy's a cognitive mess and he's in a precipitous decline. It's getting worse. And Putin sees it, and Xi sees it, and Kim Jong-un sees it, and the Mullahs in Iran see it, and Linda, you say you see it. Don't forget about the wave. The wave? Today, he couldn't figure out how to work his audio oh, with I, Putin. I he gave, gave a little wave. He just gave a... Little hey. Miss America, how you doing? Hey, Vladimir. Hi, Vladimir. Hi. I'll, I'll have more flexibility. Tell Vladimir I'll have more flexibility He wouldn't even know what that was. He'd be like, who's Medvedev? He wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, but, yeah. Dmitry Medvedev. Boy, it brings back some memories, doesn't it? Oh, God. And then the the Russia hoax, the, the four-year lie about Donald Trump colluding with Russia, and it turns out that it's Hillary Clinton... Her bought and paid for dirty Russian dossier, then used as, quote, verified when it's unverifiable. No facts are true as a means to ruin Carter Page's life. I hope he gets rich off of this and spy on a presidential candidate, Trump, a transition team, Trump and a president, Trump. I liked it better when we were talking about crack. You know, portraits of a crack portraits addict. Portraits of a crack addict. You know, Hunter Biden. You think Vladimir's going to buy one of those? Our friend Colette Von Sana's in studio. Have you seen any of Hunter's uh, Zero Experience Hunter's artwork? Do you want her to talk on the mic? Yeah, put her on the mic. All right, Colette. You have to come closer. All right, Colette. Come on. Let's go. It's up to you. Have you seen uh, Hunter Biden's uh, artwork by any chance? I have not. You have not. Okay. Colette's a friend of my daughter's, and she's a rock star. And she wants to be you. Why would you want to get in this stupid business of ours? I have no idea. And I know you're paving the way pretty well. Um, what's that? In the way pretty well. Uh, it's fun. I mean, we have our days. There's no doubt about it. Uh, anyway, you picked a good day to come. We're glad to have you here. Your father's an awesome guy. Very cool guy. There's a whole story I could tell, but I won't tell right now on air. Uh, anyway, so, you know, Milbank to say this just just fries me. Uh, apparently, this talk that Chris Cuomo now is saying that there were no secrets between him and Jeff Zucker, who runs fake news CNN, and he's planning to sue for full payment of his contract. That's going to be interesting. According to reports, he's owed $18 million. Let's see what happens there. Joe Rogan torched, as we talked about on the program, what was it, yesterday or the day before one of those days, about how awful CNN is. They're They're awful. You know, the difference, and I keep saying there is a distinction. Well, Hannity, you give opinion on your show. Hannity doesn't claim to be a journalist. I don't claim to be a news person. I am a member of the press. I'm on radio. I'm on TV. I talk about news. I can produce thousands of hours of straight, objective, no opinion news coverage. That's part of being a talk show host. I can produce thousands of hours, radio and TV, investigative reporting, the deep state, Russia, 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 
uh, Obama's radical associations. That's investigative reporting. That's part of what a talk show host does. Then, of course, I'm upfront and honest, and I say I am a registered conservative. I tell you what politicians I like. I don't hide it. I am upfront about who I am. And then, of course, we do sports and culture and everything in between. In other words, we're like an entire newspaper. We do it all. We that That's our role in the press. These guys claim that they're fair, balanced, objective, have no point of view and no opinion. They're liars. The fact is they're all corrupt. They're all talk show hosts, and they all lie when they say they're journalists. They're not journalists, unless you put the word advocacy journalism before journalist. It's that simple. They just lie to people. They lie to everybody. And, of course, now we've got the Senate now. Thanks to Mitch McConnell, they have more time to to push forward their Build Back Better New Green Deal socialism with a massive tax hike. Apparently, electric bicycles are soaring in popularity in recent years. I guess New York lets you have an app and you can ride the, the bicycles, the city bikes all over the place, whatever. Anyway, you pay a certain amount a month, and some of them, I guess, have an engine on them, a little baby engine. Let me tell you something. You're going to tell me what? This is the worst idea ever. W- worst idea ever. Let me ever. tell you why. Let me tell you. Forget about it. First of all. First of all. You drove in the city today. You saw what happened. Okay. You got nothing but bike lanes. Then you got the idiots on the bike. They don't stay in the bike lane. Then you, get, then you give the bikes a motor. So now you got a guy in a bike lane, not staying in the bike lane. That is lane. not a motor. That's like a little baby motor. I don't it's care not a bridge, what it is. It's not a Bikes are for your legs. Get to work. I used to, Use your legs. I used to make my own motorbikes with my buddies. We would take two bicycle rims. We would stretch out the frame of a bicycle uh, the, where the tires go in. How old stretch, were you when you did this? Well, 10, 11, 12. Okay, keep going. Okay. You'd, stre- you'd stretch out where the rear wheel goes. You would weld together two rims. One would have the tire on it, and the other would be for a fan belt. And then you would literally weld onto the bicycle a mount for, say, a Briggs & Stratton uh, engine that you'd get out of your lawnmower. And then the fan so belt. So then when your father went no. to mow the lawn... No, well, no. Oh, cha, 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 cha. Yeah, Sorry. I don't, I'm not talking about stealing dad's, you know. <laughs> Where'd you get the motor? My father was the worst. He bought an electric lawnmower. It was the worst thing in the world with the cord. I hated oh, it. Oh, God. And I used to have to use it. Anyway, so you, you get a mount and you you weld the mount onto the frame of the bicycle. And then you would have where the fan belt goes around the the frame of the wheel, that the one that's welded onto the wheel. The extra rim, if you will. Scintillating. It is. And then you, if you did it right, then you could put up a throttle. And this way you wouldn't have to put your hand down and push it manually, which I so have how, to do sometimes. So how fast the throttle did you go? Wasn't going. Oh, those things would haul ass. I mean, not like these little stupid bikes outside of New York. Really? Really. Yes, really. Ethan is agreeing with everything you're saying. Yeah, Ethan. you could go 25 easy. miles, 30 Oh, yeah, plus. easy. I mean, if you, if you had a, it was dangerous. If you had a five horsepower Briggs and Stratton, you would fly. Four horsepower, you'd fly. And where did where did you ride it? All over the street. What do you mean? Where did I ride it? And what happened when the car saw you coming? They got out of the way. No, they didn't. <laughs> Come on. I never got hit. This is in New York. This is in Long Island, New York. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe it. 
I, I can't believe you think I, well, you're either. telling me you see you kids, see kids still do it out on Long Island. Yeah, I see it I mean, all the time in Suffolk County. I, I'm telling you, it's the coolest thing. Now, some friends of mine would have mini bikes that their mother and father would buy them. But I wasn't allowed to have a mini bike, and I wasn't allowed to have this bike. So I. Well, this sounds the- like a much safer option. I think your parents made a great choice. <laughs> Did you have a Vespa at one point? No, somebody bought me a Vespa, but I didn't want to use it. You gave that to the guy riding the little that was little in, bike. That was in lieu of a Harley that I wanted. That apparently I'm not allowed to have because certain people in my life think that I'm incapable of riding it safely. I think you should ride a Harley. Well, after this story uh, with my, the story with the bicycle daughter, and the lawnmower, you want to I mean, see her lose her mind? Just tell her that I'm going to get a Harley. I'm getting a Harley. Why? I'm, They're she, big and slow. Because she hates her father. Otherwise, she'd say, oh, she, must, she must hate her dad. That's the only reason I can there think of. There goes your Christmas gift. <laughs> there goes my Christmas gift. Good night. I know. Nice one with a banana seat for you. I used to have one of those to deliver papers. And I'd put, by the way, you either had the bag to put your papers in, Newsday. Those were crap. God, did you drive a Model T to work, too? Jesus. You know, you know, I'm, I love the crap I'm getting here. I washed dishes every Friday and Saturday oh, God, and Sunday night no. when I was 12. I was a cook at 13. Used to make shrimp scampi, Used to fettuccine put tips on alfredo. Yeah, I, you know, I can't win here. It sounds like my kids. Every time I go through, listen, you guys got it easy compared to me. They don't want to hear it. They do not I want will to say hear it. Wholeheartedly, that what? I agree with you. And as much as I hate to say the expression, but kids today, they don't have a clue. They couldn't buy a clue. They can't spell the word clue. They don't know what it is to work. And let me tell you something. If we had a little bit of that, we'd be a lot better off. But in fairness to them, too, they're growing up in a tough time. This is not. No, they're not. This is the easiest time in the world to grow up. You can make it hard. We're about to destroy the country. Oh, 100%. They're going to have a piece of Adam Schiff as a country. Listen, I have a six-year-old. I feel you. Trust me every day. I see it. You know, it's a disaster. I mean, did you see this idiot de Blasio on his way out? If you want to take a five-year-old kid to a freaking restaurant between 5 and 11, they're mandating the kid be vaccinated. Now, I, I'm sure the number's gone up. About, what, a month ago, we checked the CDC website for the numbers. It's 162 kids throughout the entire pandemic, 5 to 11, that died from COVID. On par with the flu. Exact, almost the exact same percentage as kids that die from a flu in any given year. Okay, so if it's 162, we don't have a crisis of five-year-olds dying of COVID. I thought we were supposed to follow the science. And if you take it a step further, which, of course, they're never going to do in the mob and the media or big tech, you'll find out that a lot of the kids that had problems with COVID had other health conditions. In other words, they had underlying conditions comorbidities pre-existing conditions uh you know compromised immune systems that contributed to what happened to them it's unbelievable i i am i am so you got me so pissed off trust me you don't want to hear what i have to say about them trying to vaccinate kids no i actually you know what i you do not want to hear i don't want to hear it because i want to keep my show that's correct and uh you're forbidden from saying it i just can't wait till big birds out of office that's all 809, yeah, well, he's out January what? First, second, something, whatever. Early next year.